Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Welcome, welcome to the Brett Boone Podcast. Explore the mind of MLB All-Star, Silver Slugger, and Gold Glove winner, Brett Boone. As he sits down with his friends from the world of professional sports. Now, Now, up to to bat, Brett Boone. Talk about coaching, and I've thought about this a lot. I've had a lot of great managers I've played for. And, and when it comes down to it, maybe the great ones make the difference in a 162-game schedule. Maybe the great ones I've played for play a role in three or four. Uh, and I've talked about this a lot on the, on the program, too, with other players. I don't remember, or, or if so, very rarely sitting around the game, sitting around the, the clubhouse after a ball game, talking with my players. You know, and, and 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 the teams I played on, we did that a lot. We'd sit around after the game and, and kind of break down what happened, whether it was win, lose, whatever. Uh, just kind of you know that downtime after a ball game. And very rarely did I ever sit there and think, "Wow, our skipper really screwed us today. It's his fault we lost." No. It seemed like 99 out of 100 times, whether we win, won or lost, it wasn't because of the manager. It was because of the players. You know, we didn't play well today. We didn't execute, whatever it may be. The onus was never on the manager. I'm interested, but I, but I know the NFL is different because you mentioned earlier in the, in the show, you practice, you prepare against plays. Plays are a big thing in the NFL. Yes. Um, so my question is, NFL – head coaches how many games throughout the course of an nfl season does the head coach make a difference uh let me just say you know in college i had woody hayes Uh, right people were fearful of him uh, because he was known um, to be a very physical and tough football coach his departure from ncaa football was hitting another player on the other other side of the field uh, during a game uh, along the sideline. Um, he, he was tough. And then I think of even in uh, the pros in the Chicago Bears, I, I, I think Mike Ditka might never hit anybody, but I feel like his words were enough to get that team to the Super Bowl and win it because he called the team out when he first got there. And the first meeting he had, there was really a little disrespect for him in the meeting because people were still talking and making noise during his conversation. And he, he yelled out something 
where everybody stopped talking. And he said, I want to tell you one thing. He said, this team is going to the Super Bowl. He goes, that's the good news. 50% of you in this room are not going to make it. And then there was silence. Things changed after Mike Ditka arrived in town. And not only, only what he would accept, what he wouldn't accept, he would watch film. And if it was not because of talent, but because of effort, something broke down, a touchdown, a bad pass, whatever, pass protection, that's when he pointed out to every player in that room that they were letting each other down. They were stealing from the rest of the team. And I'll tell you what, there was nothing like being in that meeting room and you did something bad. It's okay. You could do something bad, but it better not be from lack of effort. Otherwise, everybody in that room was going to look at you and stare at you for probably 30 seconds during the, watching the film. Why didn't, you, why didn't you get back up off the ground, Doug? Why didn't you try to tackle him? Why didn't you turn him in? All those sort of things. And things changed. So I think the coach's presence in that meeting room makes a huge difference. Yeah, that, that, that is so much. That's interesting. Cause you got, you guys do, you have film days. We never have filmed it. We do individual film. You know, we'll watch pitchers tendencies who, who we face in the night. Uh, what was his last start? Maybe his last start against my team, but yeah, yours is much different and more in depth from a team perspective. Uh, you mentioned Ditka, Woody Hayes, uh, you had buddy Ryan, I believe is a defensive coordinator. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, you know what, Buddy? Buddy's Buddy Ryan is a he's the he wasn't a yeller though. He was one of those gentlemen that got in front of you and he laid it out the way it was. He he didn't like cowards or rookies. <laughs> and he told the team that. Now you you could come in as a rookie. What did you do other than just get drafted? You, you had no choice on coming to this team, but you were on the team and you were a rookie. Well, you you better start acting like a veteran and, and not acting like a rookie. And, you know, one thing is for sure with Buddy, cowards were almost like run out of the room. You know, if somebody basically stopped and pretended like they were hitting somebody, you you, you know yourself, Brett, when you're in that room and all your other teammates are around you, they know whether you're trying or not. Oh, yeah. They know whether you 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 gave effort or not. And you can't you can't trick them. Because they've done, they're doing it every single day. They're doing the same thing in terms of running through, making a play, catching the ball, uh, making a hit, uh, you know, taking out an infielder from th- picking up a double, you know, double play. Um, and if you don't do that in front of your teammates and they all turn around and look at you, it's, it's a feeling you never want to have the rest of your life. And uh, when Buddy Ryan, I mean, he was a sergeant in the Korean War. That's exactly how he ran our team, uh, especially the defense. And, you know, he, he just was taking no prisoners. You know, we're taking him down. We're not going to be sorry for it. Um, <laughs> you know, he, he would do things like, uh, you know, there were several times games that I didn't think I could play physically. You know, something was wrong with me. And uh, he always made sure there was something that I could do in the lock in the um, training room <laughs> to be able to play that day. Yeah. So, but you know what? When I did do that, or or when another player did that, all our whole defense would come to them during the game and afterwards after we won the game and say, 
thank you. Thank you for doing what you had to to help our team win. And the whole loyalty thing, I mean, it almost felt like he was back in the Army running an Army platoon. And you, you were going to do anything you could, sacrifice yourself for our team and for the Chicago Bears. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You know, I played, I played, you, you mentioned he didn't like rookies or you had to prove to him that, yeah, you may be a rookie, but there's no way around being a rookie. You're either a rookie or not, but you better not behave like one. I had, I had a similar guy, Lou Pinella, uh, same type of thing. He didn't like pitchers and he didn't like rookies. But if you were a rookie that showed him that you had a veteran mindset and you were a pitcher that threw strikes, he loved you. But in general, he, he hated rookies and he hated, and he hated, uh, starting pitchers because he couldn't stand people walking. You know, uh, he, he was a piece of work. My favorite to this day, the uh, guy that I played for just every day coming in. What's Lou going to do today? I, I, you know what I like? And, and I see today's game and I think of a football. I, I think of football is a tough game. You know, like I, I mentioned earlier, I played uh, peewee football. And I remember my head coach there, he was one of those tough guys. And if you if you messed up, I mean, I'm 12, 13 years old, but he's going to grab me by the face mask and jerk me around. Now, in today's yep. society, you could never do that. You'd have a lawsuit. But uh, I, I don't know. I kind of like that. That's what I always thought about football is we're tough. When we screw up, we get some tough love from our coach and nobody cares. And, and the parents say, yeah, he probably deserved it. You know, I really feel for for uh, younger uh, boys and girls today because I don't think you know where to go. You know, what huddle do you go to? Not not just offense, defense. Um, you know, where's your orientation? And, you know, in a locker room, you know, there was a, a time where, you know, there were some thoughts of, you know, allowing different individuals in the locker room I don't know. That, I, I know. I know you feel the same way, Brett. That that locker room is sacred ter- territory, and right. um, whether it's for reporters or other individuals, I I, I just don't understand how some a, a game where you're really out there sacrificing yourself. It, it, it's probably more on one day for for football, but you look at a baseball season. Oh my God! There's, <laughs> I mean, it's spread out over months. And like you said, you got you're you're playing a lot of games each week and double headers. I don't I don't know how you did that. I mean, because what for for my men's that mental standpoint, after one or one or two hours of game tempo, man, I, I I would never have had the ability to say, okay, guys, let's suit up for another game today. We're gonna do a double header here, and we're all gonna be excited and having fun and hitting balls and all. 
that that's a challenge and it's a long day it's a long day and so i i think it's it's two different temperaments and you know some of the players that i i played with both in college and in the pros some of them had incredible concentration and ability to not make mistakes there's other ones that man after 60 minutes you better send those guys home because the, the mental the uh, the metal gears are getting turned off. They they can't they can't comprehend, you know, much more. Just competition and plays and hitting and all those sort of things. Uh, those are really hard to just exert over a long period of time. Twenty four hundred Sports is an Odyssey company. 